Welcome to the Awakened Anesthetist podcast. I'm your host, Mary Roberts. I'm a certified anesthesiologist assistant living and working outside of Kansas City, Missouri. I created this podcast to give CAAs across the nation a place to come together and awaken to our profession's unique ability to create a life by design rather than default. That process can start by simply listening and engaging with this podcast. By doing so, you're already changing what's possible for CAAs, for you, for me, for all of us. I'm so thankful you're here. Let's jump into this episode and see what we can do together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I am hoping to explore the question, who is the awakened anesthetist? And while it may seem obvious that at the moment, I am the awakened anesthetist, which is a name I gave myself and this podcast, but really I meant for it to include all of us, all anesthesia practitioners, Not only those of us who are certified anesthesiologist assistants like myself, but anyone who identifies as an anesthetist is really welcome here. I did create this podcast for CAAs as a CAA with our profession in mind. So some of the content certainly is geared towards CAAs, but I think if you're any type of healthcare provider that you could find some meaning and insight from this podcast. So Welcome if you are outside of the CAA profession, and also, of course, welcome to any and all CAAs, CAA students, long-term CAAs that are out there listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. I wanted to use this episode to give you a closer insight into who I am and a little bit of why I started this podcast At the time of this recording, which is summer of 2021, this podcast actually hasn't been released to anyone but myself and my closet that I'm currently recording this in. I have found a passion and a love for podcasting with my husband. We have started a podcast um, in 2020 called Growth-Minded Marriage. Through that process, I just felt something inside, maybe likened it to a calling, that there's something in this for me, whether it's the storytelling, which I think is a love of mine, or it's that I have identified that it's a way that I can communicate directly to CAAs across the nation. And um, my profession is something that I'm extremely passionate about. And I always find myself feeling passionate when I'm speaking with other CAAs here at the school in Kansas City or the CAAs that I work with. There's just an overlap there that I'm exploring, but I'm also exploring it at my own pace. I think growing up, Having been a self-identified type A personality, someone who's a doer and gets things done, and the world and our culture just really validated that in me, I think I took that on as the only way to live. And now this summer of 2021, I'm purposefully trying to slow down, and although I do at times really want to go full throttle with this podcast and put it out there and create a community around it. And really see what it can do out in the world. I know that what's best for me and for my family is to just go slow and to enjoy the process. So that's kind of an annoying thing that we hear in the self-improvement industry is to enjoy the process, not the destination. But in this case, I am taking that to heart and I'm really trying to slow down and enjoy each step. So here I am recording one of the earliest episodes. I'm so thankful that obviously I have released it and you are listening to this and it is out there in the world. So let's dive in. 
Currently, I am 37 years old. I have been a CAA for 13 years. I am married to my husband, Kevin. We've been married for 10 years this year, 2021. Right now, we have three children. Our oldest is seven. Our middle daughter is five, about to turn six. And then our youngest daughter is three and a half. So we are kind of in those early stages of parenting and my motherhood in particular which has been a journey, of course. We live outside of Kansas City, Missouri, and currently I'm practicing as a CAA three days a week, a part-time position at a surgery center that is about 45, 50 minutes outside of the city where I live. So I do commute to work, and certainly that commute and everything about achieving that part-time position in anesthesia, which is a little bit of a unicorn, I will be diving into in future episodes. But yes, currently I am in a part-time position. In about a month, that three-day-a-week position is actually going to transition into a two-day-a-week position, which I am super excited about. I'm a little apprehensive about it um, just because it's a new employer and all of those feelings that come with a new job. But actually, it is a new employer at my current place of employment, So there's going to be a lot of familiarity there as well. So those details are some of the highlights of my life. Currently, I wanted to share a little bit of my journey into anesthesia and how I found the CAA profession because it's pretty unique, I would say. So I was in undergraduate from 2002 into 2006. My freshman year of undergraduate college, I was playing Division III basketball And I just wasn't enjoying my college experience. I wasn't enjoying the basketball team, which was really the sole reason I had picked this college to attend. And I made the decision to transfer um, going into my sophomore year to a different college. And I was much more familiar. I knew a bunch of people who were attending that college. I had decided to play basketball at that college as well, which was just sort of an add-on experience. It wasn't my dream come true to play Division Three basketball at this particular college. And in fact, my college basketball career was not really what I expected on a lot of levels. But why I mentioned my transition, my transfer, is because when I transferred credits my sophomore year, I realized that my credits would not line up so that I could take the MCAT as I should have in my junior year and then been able to apply to medical school and then in the fall start in medical school. So I realized all of that way back in my sophomore year of undergraduate and just kind of like a lot of people in the CAA profession, I just at first assumed that I was going to go to medical school. I hadn't thought too much about exactly what I wanted to do, but I really enjoyed science and math. And, you know, as an 18, 19-year-old kid who really at that time had had an entire life consumed by playing basketball mostly, I didn't think about a lot of what I wanted to do. And that experience was my eye-opener really asking myself for the first time, is that actually what I want to do? Do I really want to go to medical school? Do I want it so badly that I would be waiting a year out? I would um, finish my prerequisites my senior year, really, and then I would take the MCAT after that, and then I would sit out a year and have to do something for a year and then apply to medical school and start the year after I graduated undergraduate. The final decision to that question was, no, that's actually not what I want to do. I did not want to be a physician that badly. But when I was going through this 
mental gymnastics of what do I want to do if I do really want to continue in this medicine track. And my dad is actually a certified anesthesiologist assistant. He graduated in 1974 from the Case Western University Cleveland program. Back then, it was still an undergraduate program. And I probably on some levels knew what my dad did, but I don't know that I could have put my finger on and said, oh, yeah, my dad's a CAA. And so when he mentioned, how come you've never thought about becoming a CAA? Like, maybe you want to look into that as a career path. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that sounds like something maybe I'd be interested in. And I was reminded that at the end of my senior year of high school, before you graduated, they had you do like a senior experience. And I had shadowed a pediatric surgeon at the hospital where my dad worked. And I think mostly from probably a proud moment when that pediatric surgeon was in cases with my father, my dad would be like, come on back here, go behind the drape. And he showed me all around and what anesthesia was. And I just really found myself being drawn to it. I found myself being really interested in it, less so interested in the surgery that was taking place and more so fascinated really just by the awe-inspiring concept that you could become unconscious and then wake back up at the end in this like timed, coordinated dance. And I didn't think too much more about it after that senior um, year of high school experience. But when I was going through um, the questions for myself, sophomore year of college, and just wondering what was next, that memory came up. And I was like, you know what? I think there's something there. So I looked into the Case Cleveland program for AA school and tailored the rest of my undergraduate career to be able to meet the um, prereqs for that program. I ended up taking some classes in a different order so that I could take the MCAT without having completed all of my prerequisites. And I think I just put my mind to it and said, you know, I'm going to do as best as I can. And it ended up getting a good score on my MCAT, maybe like low level medical school, good score, but it was certainly a good score um, that I was feeling confident to apply to CAA school. And I ended up getting accepted and joining the program at Case Cleveland. And truly, I had a wonderful experience. I'm not going to probably go into much more of my school experience because it's gotten so lengthy here getting just into anesthesia school. But I just think it's an interesting story just to know that my dad is a CAA and that I really wasn't on my radar for whatever reason until that sophomore year of college timing and kind of fell into my lap. I've kind of wrestled a little bit in my adulthood with why so many things have fallen into my lap that have ended up being good things for me, even though they've been what's felt like unconscious decisions. And I've got a lot of um, thoughts and questions and answers for those things that, of course, I think we'll probably dive into in future podcasts. But it was a really good thing that I didn't think that much about, I guess I'll say. And my deep love and gratitude and passion truly for what I do and for uh, my anesthetist colleagues and just for the world of anesthesia in general runs pretty deep. It's something that I probably would never have realized. I'm not even sure if I went to medical school if I would have picked anesthesia. Like, I just think I was meant to be a CAA and I'm meant to be a CAA in the way I am now, which is someone who worked full-time and now someone who works part-time, and then also now a CAA who is leveraging the tools that our profession provides and is using it to explore other aspects of who I am and my most authentic self and the things that interest me 
alongside giving anesthesia and enjoying my career. And that's really why I wanted to start this podcast. I feel so strongly that the profession of certified anesthesiologist assistants can provide an expedited route to empowering yourself to be able to make a lot of your own choices. Certainly, there are oppressive forces that don't give every single person the same opportunity, and I I really do want to be aware when I'm speaking about that. But I do think that as a CAA, I was handed a lot of privilege in terms of the opportunities that are afforded to me and uh, my financial position and the way that I feel validated and valued at my work. And it's just created in me a feeling that I have the power and the freedom to create a life by design. And I can do so in the margin that I've been able to create in my life through leveraging the power of our profession. And I just think it is a real disservice to myself and to the CA profession at large that there aren't enough people talking about the power of our profession and the ways that we can use it to create our, you know, most authentic life. I would love to be that person. And so this podcast is going to be about my journey and the ideas and concepts that I've been able to implement using the space and freedom and time and financial position that our profession has given to me and also the ideas and topics that once seemed a little out of reach for me or maybe um, some would say woo-woo or just kind of maybe too spiritual, too over the top. They just didn't resonate with my really analytical brain. I've been slowly able to find the resources and find the types of people who I need to first hear those topics introduced. I need to hear mindfulness described, you know, from a scientific standpoint, and I need to have research and data behind why it's good for me. Um, Same with meditation, I've found, and I've been exploring simple living or slow living, just all of these concepts that there are themes in them that really have added value into my life, but I couldn't hear them from like the most evolved people. I had to hear them from science-minded people and analytical people who were giving me the research and the data and then the implementation and what it looked like in their life. And while I've been able to find a lot of those resources that have helped me craft my life, I never really felt like they were coming from my shared experience. And I feel like this shared experience of being a CAA is so particular and so powerful that I want to create that voice for our community. So this podcast is really going to start with that intention. I'm going to start where I am. And as I've said, start slowly. I am an adjunct professor for the um, University of Missouri, Kansas City Masters of Science in Anesthesia program, which is the degree that you receive if you were to become a CAA. I've been really loving teaching. I've been a teacher and educator for that program since I've been in Missouri for the past 13 years. My responsibilities in the program have changed and the type of teaching I do has changed. Currently, I teach a class that I've been able to introduce some of these concepts like mindfulness and been talking about deep listening and empathetic listening and the growth mindset. And so these early releases on the podcast are going to be really for my current students or for other CAA students. That's the audience that I'm going to be speaking with um, initially, and I'm just going to see where it goes from there. 
I'm just going to see how it feels and see what resonates, enjoy the process, enjoy the creative experience. I ultimately am trying to create a community that I've been looking for to support myself in my growth journey and find the experts and the support and the types of conversations that I think really resonate with me and hopefully with people who also identify themselves in the anesthesia community. That is basically who the awakened anesthetist is. It is me. It is you. It's the CAA students. It's anesthesiologists. It's anyone who can identify with this episode and the words that I've shared. So I hope that you will subscribe and follow along on whatever podcast platform that you are listening. Please rate and review. It just allows other people who are like-minded to see what you thought about this episode and maybe give me a chance and listen to an episode or two and see what they think. That would be much appreciated. If you've enjoyed hearing about me or have further questions, feel free to email me at awakenedanesthetist at gmail.com. And if you can spell all that, I know that you are in the anesthesia community. So awakenedanesthetist at gmail.com. I do check that regularly. Currently, I'm not on any social media. It's not something that I really want to invite into my life at the moment, but I do want to hear from you. I'd love to hear what resonated or what um, has piqued your interest or even just your story of how you found the CAA profession. I want this podcast to be highlighting all of us, and I do plan on having interviews with other CAAs across the nation. So if you are one of those and you would like to be on the podcast, feel free to message me at awakenedanesthetist at gmail.com. All right, everyone, that's all for today. Let's take a collective deep breath. Expand our lungs and remember that we deserve to feel good behind the drape. Until next time.